You're listening to The Sick Room Show, episode number 294. In this episode, I share how to set and achieve big, hairy, and audacious goals. Welcome to The Sick Room Show. I'm your host, Sick Room, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, up-level your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. Today's episode is about big, hairy, and audacious goals how to set them, and how to achieve them. I've set myself numerous goals in business and life and will share with you some real-life examples that serve as an inspiration for you to go after your big dreams and set big, hairy goals. Want to turn your passion into profits? Get free access to the video series Build Your Dream Business by going to signal.com forward slash 294 there you also find the show notes of this episode. First, we need to start with the definition of what is a big, hairy, audacious goal. And this is certain with BHAG. The term was coined by James Collins and Jerry Porras in the book, Built to Last, Successful Habits of Visionary Companies. Having a BHAG encourages entrepreneurs to have a more strategic and emotionally compelling goal than a vague vision or a mission statement. The goal is more concrete and therefore it gives a clearer focus whether you're working with a team or working on your own. In the original definition, BHAG is a 10 to 30 year goal but I use it for something that is achievable within a few years or even one year. Here's a definition from James and Jerry. A true BHAG is clear and compelling, serves as a unifying focal point of effort and acts as a clear catalyst for team spirit. It has a clear finish line so the organization can know when it has achieved the goal. People like to shoot for finish lines. In this episode, I want to give you an example of how having a BHAG, big, hairy, audacious goal, has changed my life and is one of the reasons I am where I am today. I never thought I was a competitive person and even argued that I wasn't, but I realized that it was the big, hairy, audacious goal that have propelled me to do and achieve things that I didn't think were possible until they were done. So let's go back to 2007. I was working full-time as a CEO of a software company. And at the same time, I was studying at London Business School in London. So I was living in Iceland, but studying in London and flying back and forth. And it was February, 2007. And my best girlfriend, she liked to run from time to time. That was her exercise. And another classmate was a marathon runner. He would run several marathons a year. And somehow 
he decided that a few of us from the class should sign up for a run. I don't even recall him asking me for permission, but suddenly I knew that I was signed up for 11K run in May of 2007, and we had February. The problem was that I had never run in my life. Well, I maybe run as a kid, but I was 12 year old when I was running in sports at school and I had to give up because I was throwing up blood. This was when it was discovered that I have asthma. And since then, I haven't run. I've done some exercises. I've tried to participate in uh, different exercises, aerobics and things like that. But running was never anything that I tried again after this horrific experience as a 12-year-old. So first, I wasn't shocked that I was signed up for run. I tried to explain to my classmate that I couldn't run. I had asthma. I was not trained. Yes, I had done some fitness in the past, but that had all been gradually built up very slowly for me to be able to participate without getting an asthma attack. But something Something made me think like, well, they're all going to do it. And what if I train up and practice? Can I maybe do it? Suddenly, there was some kind of a ambition or competition, but with myself, not with the others. The others were all experienced runners. I was the beginner here. So I started to train a bit. I remember going to the fitness studio and I would run for two minutes and then I would have to walk for five minutes. It was that bad. I was completely, utterly out of shape. And I had to be careful not to push it too much in order to have, not have an asthma attack. So I trained myself up. I practiced three times a week. I think I was up to being able to run three kilometers on a treadmill inside in a fitness studio when the run came up in May 2007. And there was another girl from my class, another woman, we were all <laughs> pretty much grown-ups, that also was not so trained or not so experienced. And she was nice enough to say, let's run together. And I think if she hadn't been there, I had given up. Making this run was one of the hardest things I've done in my life. It was physically so difficult. I was really, really on the edge of giving up. But luckily I had this friend running with me and she said, let's do it, let's do it. Let's just walk and we walked the final meters. And I have no idea my time. I just know that we were probably the two last people crossing the finish line. And yes, so I was pretty much finished after this run. And you might think, well, okay, I'll never do it again. That was my first thought. I will never, ever do this again. This is not for me. I can do fitness in a fitness studio, but running and especially running outside, that's not for me. But spending the day with my classmates who were more into running than me, something happened. I started to think that, well, what if I trained a little bit longer, a little bit better? I hadn't really trained for many months. So what if I give it a try again? So I signed up 
And now, voluntarily, I signed up myself for a run in August. And it was the Reykjavik Marathon. So it was not a marathon. They actually offer also a 10K run. So I signed up for the 10K run. And I thought to myself, I am going to run 10K in 60 minutes because I had heard that's a good time, especially for someone who is not doing this professionally or a serious hobbyist. 60 minutes, that would be good time. So I said, I'm going to do that. That's my big, hairy, audacious goal. I had no idea how I was going to do it or if it was even possible for someone like me who had no running experience. And yes, always in the back of my mind, I do not want to get an asthma attack. So I started to practice. I continued to practice three times a week. And now I did it even more diligently. I would train myself to go up to five K on the treadmill. And when the weather started to turn nice in Iceland and in London, where I was studying as well, I started to run outside and I really started to enjoy running. I always found it hard to go out and start. But once I had run like 1K, I really started to enjoy the weather. Running at South was much more fun than running inside on the treadmill. And so I felt actually quite good about my time. Even though I only practiced 5K, I started to see that 60 minutes was maybe possible for me. I didn't really know it yet. I never trained 10K, but it started to feel a little bit more doable. I was optimistic. But then the day came closer and I started to feel a little bit less optimistic about the whole thing. You know, who was I to try even achieving this goal? Like had never run since I was 12 year old and now trying to do this, wasn't this just a crazy idea? I started to wish that the weather would turn really bad, that it would rain and be cold and you know, Iceland, the possibility was really there that the weather wouldn't be so nice on the day, on this August day. So I was going to sleep the night before. Everything was laid out, my running gear and everything, but I was wishing for a bad weather because I didn't really want to go. I wake up early the next morning and you know what? It was the most beautiful day ever. My excuse, <laughs> that was my idea. I would have an excuse if there was a bad uh, day or raining or windy, especially windy. I could use my excuse having asthma, which is a real excuse. But the weather was absolutely beautiful. So I had no excuse then to go and do my run. So I walked into the city and... I started to run and I noticed I was running a little bit too fast. And I knew that if you run in the beginning a little bit too fast, uh, it's going to be difficult in the end. And that even if I slowed down, the last kilometer of my 10K run was very hard. But I would say the beginning was very exciting. And in the middle, pretty good. Towards the end, it was hard. It was really hard. But I saw the finish line and I made it. And I looked at the watch and it says 60 minutes and 29 seconds. Wow. I achieved my big, hairy, audacious goal. Someone who was not fit at all is not supposed to be able to run. I made it. 
as you can imagine, I was super proud of myself. The only downside was I was completely alone. My parents were abroad. I think my sister was somewhere away and there was no one at the finish line to greet me. That was maybe the saddest part about it, but I achieved my goal. I was super happy and I had such an upbeat spirit and I was actually in so good shape that that same afternoon, I went for an 8K walk with a dog of my parents, which I was dog sitting at the time. And I didn't even feel a thing. Now the next few days, I did feel my legs a bit, but I had achieved my big, hairy, audacious goal. So in business, my first big, hairy, audacious goal was making a million dollars. I remember being interviewed by a reporter towards end of my second year in business. Uh, my revenue for that year was $164,000. In the first year, it had been 74000 And I told the reporter my big, hairy, audacious goal. I told him that within two years, I would be making a million dollars. Basically, I said in the fourth year of my business, I will be making a million dollars. Next year, I will make 500,000 and then 1 million. I told him and he wrote this all down and this was published in the biggest newspaper in Switzerland. He even called me the million dollar lady or something like that in the interview. The following year, I made 340,000. I did not achieve my $500,000 goal, but I was still determined to make the million dollars the year after. That meant I had to triple my income. And at the time of my decision, I had no idea how I was going to make that happen. But I did. I made $1 million in 2017. I would never have made that number if I didn't have my big, hairy, audacious goal that I had set two years before, said to the reporter, made it public to everyone. And then yes, I didn't achieve my milestone in the middle, but this big hairy goal was still there and I achieved it in the time that I said I would. You need big, hairy, audacious goal to achieve great success. It doesn't happen without goals. I'm currently working on my second big, hairy, audacious goal, which is to have a $1 million launch. I announced over six months ago that I would have my first million dollar launch in September, 2018. A year ago, I had had a $440,000 launch, almost half a million. So that $1 million goal for a launch didn't sound that crazy to me. I think making the first million dollar year in my business was a bit scarier. So it still felt more doable. My September launch was not a $1 million launch. I achieved 475,000. So it was bigger than my previous launch. So I was a bit disappointed. I knew why I hadn't achieved it, and I'm not going to list those reasons here in this episode. There is another time and place for that. But I learned from my launch and was determined to make the next one a million dollar launch. 
Now I've just wrapped up my January launch, a few months later, and it was not a million dollar launch. I achieved $550,000 in revenue, which is again bigger than my last launch. So yes, I was again a bit disappointed, but I also know why and what I still need to change. And I'm now even more determined to have my next launch be a million dollar launch. You see, big, hairy, audacious goal stretch you. You don't always achieve your goals in the first try or in the time that you set out to achieve them, but you learn from the times where you don't. I actually learn a lot more when I don't achieve my goals. And I'm now so used to setting big, hairy, audacious goal that I can't imagine running my life and business any other way. I know I'll achieve a million dollar goal in my next launch. I'm convinced of it. But if it doesn't happen, I'll be a bit disappointed, but I'll still continue to work on my big, hairy, audacious goal until I achieve it. It motivates me. It motivates my team. And I think it motivates you, the listener, my audience too. Because I am sharing my big, hairy, audacious goal. I'm not afraid to share my goals. And when I don't achieve them, I'm not afraid to share that either. It's a part of how I grow, how I learn, and how I become better. If I wouldn't set big, hairy, audacious goal, I wouldn't be where I am today. I already have my next big, hairy, audacious goal. I've decided to achieve the $1 million launch goal first, but I want to share with you my next one, which is an eight-figure business within three years. Now that's going to be even more challenging than a million dollar launch. And I have currently at this point in time, no idea how to achieve it. And that's the whole point. You don't need to know how to achieve your big, hairy, audacious goal. First, you come up with a goal and it's big and it's scary, but it's also inspiring and makes you feel excited. It makes you do things that you would otherwise not do. It stretches you. It gets you out of your comfort zone. It makes you achieve a lot more than you would than without. So I would like to know what is your big, hairy, audacious goal. Follow me on Instagram. My handle is sigrun.com. Create an Insta story. Tag me in your Insta story. Use the hashtag Sigrun Show and BHAG, which stands for Big Hairy Audacious Goal, and share your goal with me. I'm looking forward to see your big, hairy, audacious goal. Want to turn your passion into profits? Get free access to the video series Build Your Dream Business by going to sigrun.com forward slash 294. There, you also find the show notes of this episode. Thank you for listening to The Sigrun Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share, subscribe, and give the show a review on Apple Podcasts. See you in the next episode.